0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> what's going on everybody this is your girl Yanni T the priestess, never your mistress and I'm back I have a very special guest here my regular guest Dee Dee Sweets what's up Dee Dee hello <laughs> right. look when I tell you honey the last couple of weeks have been bizarre you don't say they have. Um, I actually just got back in town from uh, Kentucky. So, at the time of this podcast, so, and this taping. Um, so, yeah, a bitch been on the move, honey. A bitch been on the move. So, Kentucky. But, um, Kentucky, Kentucky. I was in the Midwest,
1: mm. and it
0: was some fine Midwest men. <laughs> and I do mean fine. I mean, may I? But um, I had a great time, met some new people, and just enjoyed myself. And yeah, that was basically it. Um, became a host on the Beagle platform.
1: Right.
0: I'm freaking excited! I'm mother freaking excited! I'm mother freaking excited! Um, <laughs> but um, everything has been well. So, um, what about you?
1: Um, other than getting ready for this move and trying not to order so much Uber Eats, not much, um, oh, yeah, I was going to tell you, uh, about that tweet from the other day. <laughs> um, got a very good friend who, uh, who, uh, photos I, uh, take for her, um, OnlyFans. And uh-huh. And then they were just like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, such and such is going to come through when uh, we're thinking about, uh, you know, doing some extra content for my shit. You know, some boy girl stuff. I'm like, OK, so I should bring the good camera. <coughs> yeah. <I mean. laughs> and that's exactly what happened. We had a shitload of tequila. Um, we filmed a few things. So amateur porn director is now on my <laughs> on my um resume. But um yeah certain things just not just, just did not look great in 24 frames per second. So I'm wondering. So not, no wait, not wondering. Now I know why they shoot shoot the way they shoot nowadays. Shoot in 4K. It's not just 4K, just like it's 60 frames, you know, because I guess motherfuckers stop. Doing 24 frames in the 70s when everybody had the bush and everything, they need to bring that back. Uh, shout out to everybody rocking right. the bush. That's it's amazing. I love I'm y'all. Sure. I know.
0: Um, but I saw that. I was like, go ahead, honey, make your money. Make your money how you got to make your money. Okay. We in the midst of a pandemic. And yes, I'm showing a little bit of the cleave, girl. So don't hate. Okay. So, but honey, like when I tell you, <laughs> make your money. Make your money, child. Indeed, babies, babies, gotta make your money, babies. So, but I, I have been chilling like a villain. I hated to go back to work because I don't like people. But well, let me tell you, <laughs> I was, let me tell you what happened. I was at work, and mm-hmm. um, I, I was on the opening shift today, so it was just fine. I don't know where he, whether I don't know what his ethnicity or nationality was, but I know. You know, uh, I don't know if he was, um, I know he was of a a Spanish speaking country or origin rather. This man, I I saw him when he got out of his car. I said, oh, that man is fine. I didn't Mm -hmm. realize he was coming in my store and I was just sitting at the door. I said, oh, come on in. And I went to grab my mask and I happened to look, he had on like some tight joggers. And I could see all of his manhood. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, girl. And I was like, I just did my due service being extra professional. And I was like, oh, "Oh my God. (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, oh, he's going to come back. He can have my Mm -hmm. phone number. Mm -hmm. And then the guy that brought me my food from uh, Dangom, uh, 7 Eleven, he was very handsome as well. I'm like, oh child, all these memes. Ooh, yes. I've been feeling myself, honey. Oh, and I'm sure that you know by now, everyone, that um the new hit with uh Cardi B and Make the Stallion, which is what um Hot Girl Summer should have been. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, the one that's uh, pissing off all the uh, men out there. Mm hmm. I got a daughter. Role models. Like, shut up. Don't let your kid listen to the song, honey. Exactly. What well, I tell a friend of mine, these are the same motherfuckers who can quote The Chronic, both albums, front to back talking about this shit is a bad influence. Shut the entire fuck off. Well, yeah, well, fuck they off are, and shut up. <laughs> look, look like Angela
0: Bassett said, they the mother improper influence.
1: Oh, wait, am I not supposed to cast? Sorry. Just...
0: I will not. Oh, <laughs> hold on, I got one. Okay, I had to get that out. I had to get that out. That just makes me feel old. <laughs> well, honey. <laughs> I know, right? But you know what? Instead of Kylie, they should have had Adele Gibbons in there. Gibbons in there. The
1: long, the list is long of folks who
0: should have been in they there. They could have had Lisa right. Ray in it. Yep. Had I her twerking.
1: I did fucking die Like, yo, what the fuck is this? Why why the Jenners... Do you not know about the curtain, Everybody. <laughs> I'm just
0: saying, you know, it's. Mm. But honey, when I tell you, we played that all weekend, and we was um in our Airbnb on the deck, just grinding and twerking. Oh Lord. I was like, but when she said that, when he asked me who's who's it, who, who basically she said when he asked who's it is, I'm gonna spell my name. I said. She said, I changed my wig to make him think he cheating. Come on now.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God, I'm old. But anyway, anyway. So the reason why we gathered here today is we um were on Twitter. And somehow, I don't know how this happened. I got pulled into a thread. We were talking about Tyler Perry's movie and play, The Marriage Counselor. And, you know, Tyler Perry, he's a little bit suspect. We all know he might be one of the girls. Because I'm in (laughs) charge of the
1: girls. Yeah, that would be extremely funny if that was true. Jesus.
0: Because I know he's one of the girls because I'm in charge of the girls, okay? Okay. Um, even with them fucking wigs
1: he uses in his movies
0: now. Oh my what gosh. Baby, what kind of party city shit is that? Now, all, all them stylists in Atlanta,
1: mm-hmm.
0: all these people that be like, I'm looking for an opportunity. You right there at the Mecca. <laughs> and my dude, why, why, why do you not have a writer's room? Tyler, you need help. Your, your stuff is trash
1: and yet netflix gave a lord knows how much for that fucking movie
0: child um uh fatal attract uh fatal whatever it was what um uh, was with um Dangong fatal affair that's what it called fatal affair with neil long and Omar my else with his fine chocolate uh, what?
1: Self um i was about to say the wood too but she wasn't in the wood right that was somebody else
0: son she was in the wood No, I'm sorry. No, I'm thinking the wrong movie. That's um, the the best man. No, Uh, best man. The wood. Um. Oh my gosh, I forgot the girl's name.
1: She is. Wait. Wait. She's a. She's in the best man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Fucking Tate
0: Diggs. Oh my Um, gosh, I forgot the girl's name. Melinda Williams.
1: Oh yes.
0: I don't know if she's doing okay. Me too. Oh, the guy Sean, Sean Nelson. Oh my gosh, he is gorgeous. Mm. But
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh how
0: how how were you dragged into this thread? Okay, so I was just being nosy, you know. I I'm a nosy ho. Um so I was nosy and I saw this conversation about HIV, um, as it pertains to Tyler Perry. Um And, um, okay, so, um, the Twitter handle, I am G.M. Johnson, um, George M. Johnson, he's an award-winning author. Um, You may know him from his book, Um, All Boys Aren't Blue. Um, He is a very talented, talented individual. So, y'all go follow him on Twitter. I'm going to tag him in this video. But, um, I thank him for retweeting this. Coming from the Twitter handle underscore Colin, he says Tyler Perry sprinkling a little AIDS slash HIV into his storylines to make them pop. And it goes back to the reference of Medea's classroom in the play. I even took an AIDS test for you. And that started actually from the um, podcast comedian creative um, XD from Jaden XD. He um, said that line about the Medea's class reunion and bought, and it cascaded in retweets. That's how it really started. It cascaded in retweets. And um, what ended up happening, um, yeah, that happened. But I responded in these Twitter streets, in these Twitter streets, I said, um... George M. Johnson said something. He said, I'm still mad about that lady ending up with a bad car, a limp, HIV, and stuck living with her mama all for having an affair. Yes. So if you know the movie, if you know the storyline, the play in the movie, um, of um, The Temptations of a Marriage Counselor is about this disenchanted wife. She's not happy at home. She runs into her ex and they have an affair and she comes to find out from this man's wife that he's hiv positive in the play but in the movie um yeah it's the same setup it's actually the same setup so at the end of the play uh a movie and play the woman in the play the woman gets tested and tested and her husband leaves her and she checks her results and i think um uh, In the play, it's assumed that she may have had HIV. And then um, in the movie, she ends up catching HIV. And how she's depicted at the end of the movie is she's sickly. She has a limp. She's old and gray and just crusty. And she's living with her mom all for having an affair. And I'm like, number one, that's not how HIV works. And I was newly diagnosed when uh, this movie came out, I had seen the play. I hated the play. I liked the play, but I hated it at the same time. But then on top of that, his depiction in the movie of this woman living with HIV, like her life had been robbed from her. And I felt like that was a slap in the face. I got angry in the movie theater. And I told my uncle, I said, that's not how HIV works. And my uncle looked at me. He said, I thought about you. He said, I was wondering what was going through your mind. So, with artists like Tyler Perry, his depictions, and we can even go back to uh, For Color Girls. Oh, dear Lord. The line where, and I hate it. This this is why I don't agree with a lot that Tyler Perry does. I know he writes whatever he wants to, but it's okay. My thing is, why... Did you have to depict, and I get it, it's from the play. I get it, it's from the play. It was already written. But why is it that people love blaming the AIDS pandemic, the HIV pandemic, on down low men?
1: No, we can thank him. We can thank BET. Thank motherfuckers (laughs) here. Aren't artists from the get-go. We can thank a lot of uh, dumbasses. For these depictions and stigmas, the Lord knows what else.
0: And it's, it's horrendous. It's horrendous because that's not the reality of those things. And furthermore, this is why I hate how a lot of times they particularly display black queers on mainstream television. They're always mm-hmm. the catty one. They're always the extra feminine, the over the top. But And then if you find one that's just regular degular, it's always this journey of them coming out. Why can't you show a supportive Black family of their gay child?
1: Um, I would love to say that people write from, you know, experiences and what they know, but I have, unless I'm wrong, I just keep thinking about my family I have not seen too many positive uh, situations when it comes to queer folks in the black community. I mean, there are family members that I haven't talked to in over a decade, even longer since I came out. And that's okay, because they were just shitty people to begin with. Oh well. But, uh, and I would love to say that would all change when I get into the industry, but look at how fucking Hollywood is. Even with the cries for diversity and all that, motherfuckers mm-hmm. get mad at the Emmy nominations for the right and wrong reasons. Right. I mean, we got reasons why we're mad. Other folks, John Leguizamo, Um they're mad for other reasons. But does that uh, crap? Does that have anything to do? Um, and I haven't seen the second season of uh, Pose yet, but. I was okay. kind of. I haven't watched the second season yet. Um, that was a little iffy to begin with, because um, I guess I'm still feeling a, a, a certain way that you know this show would have been great if it was someone who knew that life and not Ryan fucking Murphy. But, right. Yeah, I hope I'm answering but, your question. I'm just no, off you're off fine.
0: You're fine. But you know, I wanted to see how. Um, Pulse is going to turn out because I was because I come from the ballroom scene. okay. so um, I was kind of iffy at first. But when I checked it, I I heard the reviews from other people. And that was like, girl, you need to watch this, especially you being a ballroom girl. And to see a lot of people that I knew, I like that it shows the actual struggle of trans women, even the AIDS pandemic Mm -hmm. back in the 80s going into the 90s. So I wonder what direction they're going to take for this last and final season.
1: Season one was dope. Oh, I'm sorry. I cut you off. My bad. No, you're fine. Take it. Uh, take it. Was, well, you know, I don't like cutting people off. Uh, um, and, Jesus. <laughs> Season one was fucking fantastic. Like, I was immediately hooked. Two, I haven't finished because uh, I heard about a certain plot point that happens. Like, I don't know if it's in the middle or towards the end, and everybody would be way too much of uh oranges to do black with uh with a pretty um important character I was like you know what I'm not even gonna Oh yeah I know what I
0: that. know what scene you're talking about. Now at that scene I actually had several people call me like girl you all right I was like yeah um yeah and I was like oh my gosh people had me crying. I was already crying watching the episode and so mm-hmm. you know because it's a reality that trans women are being killed at alarming rates.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, and then even, you know, one thing about Tyler Perry, I absolutely hate how he depicts Jeffrey on The Haves and Have Nots. Um, I mean, the last...
1: They got... <laughs> Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: They depict Jeffrey like a stereotypical whiny gay under the control of his mother, and he likes bad boys that slap him around and call him Susan. I'm like, girl, like that is like a stupid stereotype. And then not only that, like, dude, why can't you just write Jeffrey as the type? Like, look, I'm grown. I'm gonna do what the f I do. F the trust fund, and he did. I hate how he depicts Black women. He always depicts them as angry and needing a man. I'm like, girl, Gavra, Gavra, Miss Miss Perry, Miss Perry, Miss Perry. You know, there are other ways that you can depict the black woman, okay?
1: Oh, I mean, then he would actually have to open up that writer's room to actual black women. But I think Dre's detox album will finally come out before that happens. And you're right. I keep thinking about that video of him in his writer's room with all the, you know, Fucking paperweight scripts. Now he does a
0: lot of nice things for the community, but girl, Tyler, do better. Girl, get you or get you a writers' room and stop bragging.
1: Yeah, especially that in studio, his.
0: But you know my my earliest experience with queer representation, in a sense, was on um, in Living Color.
1: <laughs> with the men on film. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Uh, I remember all the school kids uh trying to act that out because what was that? It was that show and Martin and something else. Like those them joints came on what was it like Tuesday or Wednesday night? I forget was it was yep. Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. And then I'd go and then I you know, everybody would talk about the shit and try and act it out the next day. And motherfuckers was always um doing men on film. Some of them a little too hard. Hi. Like you're
0: a little too good at that, but my whole thing is and that's that was the common depiction for a long time I'm gonna say until um until probably will and grace that didn't make it worse no it it depicted the various sides. well not even that oh, I mean, sp- well
1: yeah, queer
0: and fo- queer folks but with the black queer, I really think we didn't have anything until Noah's Ark. Which I've never seen to this day. Oh, baby, you need to see Noah's Ark, honey.
1: Do
0: yeah, I really? Yes, I mean, I'm going right, right to Wendy's after this and get me a big burger.
1: <laughs> that is so random. A girl. And,
0: and you know we random on <laughs> here. But no, um, my first real encounter with queer representation. This is before I found myself as my as my gender identity. Noah's Ark. Hmm. Noah's art gave me that life and I dwelled into Patrick Ian Polk's films. He has one out called Punks and it had a transgender character. And even the season um, where Alex did drag, that helped me so much because I identified as all of those things. Mm-hmm. And so that really gave me something um, in my lifetime. And not only that, um, I'll also go as far to say that I um, that not only Noah's art, but there were times in *Living Single* where they covered the gay, car- the gay um, scene, like with um, could, uh, with Max's best friend from college. She ended up being a lesbian woman, and then you saw them gently handle that, handle how people perceive it
1: better than Spike Lee did.
0: The even *The Golden Girls* covered
1: yeah. that. They did. They surely did. Yeah. I'm trying to remember I mean, for me. Of course it was made on film. There's a film, uh, Philadelphia, which I don't remember <gasps> watching. Oh my
0: gosh, I remember that. I had to yeah. I watched I had to watch that with my family. I, my, uh, my aunt made us watch that
1: movie. Yeah, my mom's wasn't having that shit, Um, which is funny because this is the same lady who took me to see Purple Rain when I was a child. Wait, uh,
0: I couldn't watch Purple, Purple Rain when I was a child.
1: Oh, my mom had no issue taking me to see that shit. Had no issue with me watching Under the Cherry Moon, but she drew the line with certain movies like you know involving magic and. Maybe she just didn't want to rent Philadelphia or never talked about it, but yeah, I never saw that shit. Like still to this day. I just remember the controversy surrounding it because you know Tom Hanks is playing a game man with the HIV. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah, and oh I'm trying to think of this other other things I remember. Not so much a TV. You remember this um Extremely cookie cutter uh, white family drama on ABC called Once and Again. I hated that show. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. But um, I remember when there, there was the big hubbub of with, with uh, Ever, like Evan Ever Rachel Wood like having an on-screen kiss with her, you mm-hmm. know, female co- uh, co-star, and that is the only moment I remember from that entire. Series and only okay. even Ally McBeal, which is a show I fucking love, growing up, they handled a transgender character like a fucking joke, like like not like it was just like the fucking punchline or whatever. And what's it I can't remember the character's name, Fish or whatever. I just remember yeah. him, yeah, I just remember him yelling like in the middle, like of the crowd, she has a pe- she had a penis or
0: whatever. <laughs> I'm like, really, but- but, you know, I like how... Now, a lot of that stuff, if they was to do that on something today, they would get canceled. Indeed. A lot of them shows back in the 90s did not age well.
1: Oh, absolutely not. Um, what?
0: Married with Children?
1: <clears throat> a lot of fucking shows.
0: Mm-mm. But, no.
1: Even... Is, you ever see those... Um arguments on Twitter like, oh, you can't do this show now, I think you could still do In Living Color and get away with a lot. <clears throat> Saturday Night Live does it. Yeah, poorly, but
0: mm. But you know what? I will always say, In Living Color didn't get his due. Of course not.
1: Of course not. It's just fucking groundbreaking in so many levels and motherfuckers still ain't giving up that entire family, their flowers. I'm like it is past due because that was one of the
0: inter- that was one of the families that catapulted a lot of black latins. They, yep. Jim Carrey for crying out loud.
1: Yep. Like if it wasn't for that show, we would have never known about this motherfucker. Even with the small movies that he did. To I remember more. I'm gonna get you sucker. Oh dear lord. I still quote some of that shit. Like, no, you can either, (laughs) what was it like? You can either go out the window or take the stairs.
0: But, honey, but like, I I love how we're seeing uh, more representation. Now, my thing is with a lot of the, um, I want to see more transgender representation in films and more films. Yes. That treats trans people like normal individuals. And I feel like we don't
1: have enough of that. I, I really feel like that. And stop hiring the motherfucker from Fantastic Beasts to pro like to portray like queer trans people. Like you need to stop with that shit. Like the Danish girl should have never happened.
0: Oh my gosh, I hated that because you know why? We actually have transgen- transgender actresses and stuff that can actually um, play that role.
1: Mm-hmm. And we I'm are- like, honey. We are slowly getting there. I'm trying to think of who. I think Netflix was kind of leading the charge for for a little bit. I mean, because we had Laverne Cox and um, you know, mm-hmm. Orange New Black, and I forget this this uh, performer's name, but they were in um, season one of uh, the OA. Hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, yes, more trans people, please.
0: Like My thing is, how hard is it to cast, cast a transgender actress?
1: It's not hard. It's, we just got to get rid of them off. It's doing the casting. Honey, because
0: I told him, I said, honey, I said, oh, I will be one of the ones that will be getting some roles. I will be snatching some roles,
1: honey. I will keep that in mind when I start directing actual films <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> but i mean i'm i mean i'm glad we're having this conversation because i would be over it
1: i really be over it yeah. what like as much as i love halle berry it's really bad that she had to be roasted online to drop a fucking role you shouldn't have took in the first place and just like
0: um they did Zoe Saldana for finally saying oh i should not have played as Nina as i exactly
1: Plenty
0: dark skin actresses that could have took that fucking role. Honey, look. When I tell you, honey, I mother plucking red zoe's out down of a filth, honey.
1: You're making me feel really bad for doing all this cussing. You, you say mother plucking. Well, you know, I'm trying to clean it up a bit. I tried that once. I tried removing the word. What was it? Hell or? one word. I, for, I forget the word, but it was very hard and it only lasted like a week.
0: Child, I stop. I stop. I, I, I have to exert self-control sometimes because I be about to cuss at work. I be about to cuss at some of these customers like you
1: morgo. Understandable. People ain't shit.
0: Child, but I'm glad we're having this conversation because it, it irks me. It irks me. So, Yeah so so, but thank you again for coming on We're talking about that briefly <laughs> we got to work on our next topic so oh like right now or oh no that? not anytime soon I, I'm about
1: to <laughs> be a fat butt and when it's because I'm hungry I do not blame you their breakfast baconator is pretty good though but I'm never up early enough got, to
0: try I got the son of a baconator <laughs>
1: That ish was small. good. That's too small. You need you need the big jar. You need, you need the big bucket burger. That's what you do. Go get a baconator so I can live vicariously through you. I, I actually want some fried chicken. Yeah, that's hella random.
0: Oh, dang the grocery store closed. I'm oh all I need is some flour and some oil. I can fry me some chicken. You need a I tell what, well, I'm going to go ahead and let you go again. Thank you again. We're going to be coming back soon, y'all. Not a problem. All right. Thanks for having me. Peace. You're welcome. Deuces. Bye.